Hello everyone, my name is Caleb Hires and welcome to my very first podcast, uh, part one of Dependenceville. I'm going to be talking through some concepts in my very first book, Living in Dependenceville. I'm just really excited about it, even though it's been out for about a year now. I believe it will help you as you continue to walk through life with Jesus and yield your person to the Holy Spirit. Uh, And so that's the reason I'm doing this, just to empower you to believe the finished work of Christ and really live a life that expresses that resurrection work. Um, So let me go ahead and get started here. Living in Dependenceville is dedicated to what I call the John 519 generation that's rising up all around the world. You know, Jesus said that uh, he only does what the Father does and says what the Father says. That's John 5.19. And so if he's the Son of God that we're supposed to walk after, that we're supposed to follow, he said, follow me. And even in uh, 1 John, it says anyone who would believe in him must walk in the way he walked. You know, then we should expect to have the same posture that only say what the Father is saying, to only do what the Father is doing. And so that's who I dedicated this book to. You know, it's not a generational thing. It's not young people. It's not old people. It's anyone who chooses to be a follower of Jesus who will do what the Father is doing and say what the Father is saying. That's the essence of living in Dependenceville. It's saying I'm dependent upon the Father for all things. I'm dependent upon every word that he says. You know, man does not live on bread alone, but every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. So that's the idea. And this book, just to give you some backstory, came out of a year where I was obedient to the Lord and took a year with no steady income. I took no income uh, from my job. I actually laid down one position at one church. I'm actually a worship pastor and a musician, a missionary as well. And some people call me a musicianary. Um, it's a fun word to combine. But the the idea that uh, I was walking in a place uh, of full dependence upon God for my finances uh, was not one that I wanted to do. It's, uh, it was something out of obedience. The Lord uh, spoke to me and said, I want you to quit your job and I want you to take one year with no income. I know that sounds crazy and maybe you're not used to hearing the Holy Spirit speak to you, uh, but I can tell you that I grew up um, in a denomination that said that God doesn't speak to people like that anymore, and I still heard it. So my background might not be like yours, and my situation probably is not the same as yours, but we can't agree that the sheep know his voice. Jesus said, I'm the good shepherd. The sheep know my voice, and as strangers, they will not follow. So there has to be a speaking, and even like I mentioned earlier, that we live on every word that God is saying, proceeds from the mouth of God, present tense, the words coming from him now. Yes, I believe that means the Bible, but it also means what he guides you, you know. Um, the whole Bible is about God, but not all of God is in the Bible. I might be in trouble already by saying things like that to you. But maybe if you just go with me on this little journey into a place of Dependenceville, maybe we can uh, together take that journey of the mysteries of God, you know. I don't believe we've got God all figured out. So, in giving myself over to that that word from the Lord to take one year of no income, I actually went, uh, never went without. All of my bills got paid. I was basically full-time at a church, volunteering as the worship pastor with no paycheck, with no income. I was not on staff uh, paid, you know, I was just a volunteer. And I went to five countries. I was given a car. 
I paid all my bills on time. I had my own rent payments. I had all of that. I paid my groceries. You know, of course, ate at mom and dad's house as often as possible. But I went on, I got married. I went on two free honeymoons and I paid off a small credit card, all without an income. Now that is what you call fruit, because <laughs> God said something. So I'm not here to encourage you to quit your job. You know, that's not what this book is about. Uh, I'm here to encourage you to do what the Father's doing, and say what the Father's saying, to be obedient to the voice of the Lord in your life. And so when I did, I went on this journey, this amazing journey of going to five different countries, three different missions trips. I went to Israel, uh, Bulgaria, Greece, Turkey, Mexico, I think I might be forgetting one. No, that's five. Yeah. So it was a party. It was an exciting time. And so that some of those testimonies are in this book. And I'm not going to get into those today. I'm just going to kind of introduce you to the concept of Dependenceville. But you'll have to get the book for yourself if you want to read those very cool stories. So I want to just challenge your thinking right off the bat here and let you know that dependence is actually a place. Yes, it is a place. It's not even a mental ascent. It's not a heart posture. It's a place. Dependence is a place. That's why we call it Dependenceville. It's a place where God is your only option. You know, I heard uh, someone say recently that you're in the best spot ever if God is your only option. You know, you're not in a tight spot. You're in the best spot ever if God is your only option. So, you know how in Matthew 5, 3, uh, it has one of those, you know, the Beatitudes, one of those statements that says, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. That always kind of confused me, you know, the whole dichotomy there, the, the juxtaposition between being poor and having the kingdom, you know, and I asked the Lord about that, and He actually said to me, to be poor in spirit is to realize your dire need for the Holy Spirit. And that's, that's my introduction here. You, you need to realize you're in dire need of the Holy Ghost, the Holy Spirit, right now. It's actually His breath in your lungs. Did you know that in the Old Testament, in the Hebrew, the words for Holy Spirit, which I can actually say in Hebrew, I learned it, I've been to Israel enough times to learn it, uh, it's Ruach HaKodesh, and that literally means breath of God, the wind of God, the breath of God. And so, the breath of God is something you have to realize you're in dire need of. You're not growing in your need of the breath of God. You're actually consistently, permanently, and undoubtedly reliant upon the breath of God right now. And to be poor in spirit is just to realize your dire need for the Holy Spirit, to say, I of myself do not have it all. I of myself am in need. And we, I don't know about you, but you know, growing up in, you know, America and the 21st century and everything, it's all about the self-made man. It's all about independence. And, you know, Americans especially love their independence. But I'm just here to tell you that independence is actually a lie. You are not independent. It's impossible for you to be independent. Never mind the fact that you have people all around you. You, if you're a believer listening to my voice right now, you are actually one with the Spirit of God. You are a member of Christ's body. You are part of a family. You are one with God, 1 Corinthians 6, 17 says. How can you even imagine being independent? How can you even imagine it? The idea that you have to figure it all out on your own, or the idea that you don't need anybody, you know, you don't need a pastor, Jesus is my pastor, I don't need a pastor, that's ridiculous. You're living in Dependenceville, all right? You need help. 
I need help. How can I say stuff like that? Because when you yield yourself, when you humble yourself, you get grace. When you recognize the community of the believers around you, when you recognize the, the voice of the Lord is your daily bread, you actually live a better life. You know, you don't go on languishing. I call it spiritually hangry. A lot of people are not listening to the voice of God in their daily life, and they're getting their one shot of Jesus every Sunday morning, and that gives them a, a little taste for the whole week. But let me ask you something. If you only ate on Sundays, how hungry would you be, say, come Tuesday? And the Word of God, Jesus says, I am the bread of life. The Word of God is sustenance. It's our daily bread. The Holy Spirit is compared to wine. So you need the bread and the wine in order to walk this Christian life out in a way that would that would invite others, that would give you the fullness, the abundant life that Jesus said you could have. And so it's just the truth that every creature ever to have breath in its lungs has been and will always be dependent upon God. I believe that every person, they live in Dependenceville. Every person lives in Dependenceville. If you believe in God or not, if you're an atheist or a Christian, I still believe it's the truth that you need God. Everyone needs God. And so for someone to enter into a place of dependence upon God, it's really to say that they're stepping into the celebration of their true source of life. They're just becoming aware of the great love they have access to and the wonderful Father who is closer than their next breath. So it's not that anyone needs to change their address to 123 Dependenceville Way. It's that you need to realize and change your mind, change the way you think, that you actually need God. And neediness is not bad. You know, Jesus said, if you want to see the kingdom, you have to come like a child. You know, my son, I just got him back home. Uh, he was born three months early. His name is Judah Levi. You might have, uh, if you're following us on social media, you have seen his Facebook page, you know, Judah the Warrior. Uh, or you can just hashtag Judah the Warrior to look at his story. But it's been amazing, the journey we've been on. And even the revelation of our dependence upon God and seeing Judah formed, you know, in the NICU. And that whole experience has just shown me even more that, you know, we are not independent. There's no way that God has made us to be independent. You know, there's actually, it's actually impossible to be disconnected from the body in, in reality. It's all in your head. <laughs> it's all in your mind, man. The idea that you can actually go it on your own, that you can be a lone ranger in this thing called Christianity and this thing called faith is just crazy. Judah has been home for about two weeks and we are just learning how to love him, how to provide for him, how to feed him, how to help him sleep, how to, we watch him in his sleep a lot of times, you know, we're new parents, all that stuff. And that's, it, that whole process is just showing me even more that if we're to come to God like, like little children, that we need to renounce our independent ideals. We need to renounce this idea that we don't need God. I'm saying like when you're driving your car, you need God. I'm saying when you're talking to your spouse, you need God. I'm saying when you go to work, you need God. Come on, somebody. And some of y'all need to invite Holy Ghost into your workplace, if only just in your own thinking, and say, Holy Spirit, I'm going to partner with you today, and I want you to speak through me. I want you to show me how to speak to my coworkers. I want you to even show me how to do my work with excellence. How amazing would it be if you start getting God thoughts for your work projects? Come on. That would be amazing. I mean, who wouldn't want that? He's the most creative being ever. He can give you creative ideas for difficult 
tasks and difficult jobs at work. So who knows, your next promotion might be on the other side of you realizing I need to be more poor in spirit. I need to realize my dire need of Holy Spirit. And of course, this is enough for you to get something, is for you to know God, to be known by Him and to know Him. So that's really the introduction to the book and the introduction to Dependenceville. Like I said, this is going to be a series that I do, just giving you some concepts from the book, and I'm just going to talk through a few testimonies, and I'll just read you right here, just the uh, page 14, my prayer for everyone reading this book. My prayer and my hope is that as you read this, you will have revelation directly from Father God, a revelation that shows you His dependability in all things. I pray that your heart would know in the very deepest place that He is trustworthy and you can fully rely on Him in all things and at all times. I know this from experience and I hope you may also take a step of faith to prove His great love to yourself. It is not testing God to test His Word. We must allow His Word to be our ultimate guide and compass, not relying on our own thoughts or understanding or experience. You're in for the journey of a lifetime. Come with me to Dependenceville. So, I encourage you to read the book, but even more so, join me as I take this eight-part series uh, in this new podcast. So grateful for you listening. Thank you so much for tuning in today.